Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ngunnawal people, the traditional custodians of the land we gather on. We acknowledge the deep feelings of attachment and relationship of the Ngunnawal people to country, and we respect and value their past, present, and ongoing connection to the land and cultural beliefs. We wish to pay respects to elders, past, present, and emerging. I'm a feminist, but... Hello, Canberra! We're in you for the very first time. And I'm a feminist, but recently a man said to me, yeah, but the thing is now, you can't really even hug a woman without the thought police coming for you. (laughs) And I said, "Mm, is that the thought police? That sounds like the hugging police. That sounds like the touching without asking police. I said, the thought police can't come for you if you think about hugging a woman. Because if it could... I would go to jail for some of the thoughts I've had about John Hamm and Ruby Rose. (laughs) Totally unconsensual thoughts. They know nothing of it. I've thought and thought, had so many thoughts, so many... I mean, would which of us here 
would the Thought Police not come for? (laughs) The Thought Police is coming for all of us. But of course, they're not just the consensual non-touching police, who also, frankly, are powerless. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a feminist, but... Driving to the airport to get here today, I had to drive past a bridal shop that I drive past every single day and they had changed the dresses and I was so taken with a daydream of one day getting married in a white dress, I drove up the (laughs) kerb. What were you were you imagining a sweetheart neckline? What were you imagining? Yeah, it like was a, a sheer hot, sleeve. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a. It's a lot of sleeve. There's a. There's a lot of sleeve in, your, um, in, in the dream dress. In the dream dress. Also in this show tonight. Mm. Uh, really it's manifested. What about a veil? How do you feel on veils? No, I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I'm not. I don't want to cover my face. That feels all very yuck. But also, I'm willing in my very late thirties to still go in for a white dress. So. <laughs> Where's, where's the boundary, you know? Listen, you and I, later on, we're going to look at bridal websites. Oh, I, I, I just love it. I didn't think I would go get in for it. And, oh. and the first time I had to postpone my wedding because I just hadn't done a thing about it. And I was like, I'm clearly not a bridey person. And then I started and I couldn't stop. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but I bought one bridal magazine a month after I got married. <laughs> I've, I've never told anyone that. But it was just, there was something in it. I really want, it doesn't matter. I'm a feminist, but I have a very unhealthy obsession with shoes. I'm an expert on leadership, but the person I identify most is probably with Imelda Marcos rather than any of those other leaders. I inherited this from my mother. I've passed it on to my son. You should see his sneaker collection. It's outrageous. But the saddest part of it is that all of my shoes, except for these ones, are in a container somewhere between London and here, and I don't know when I'm going to get them. <gasps> the stakes are so high. Did you hear the sisterhood there rally? <laughs> the anxiety. We've all got to live with that now as the days tick down. We need to follow you, Michelle Ryan, on, on all socials so that you can tell us the state of the tracking of the shoes. <laughs> But... <laughs> Hello, Canberra. It's my second time in Australia, and uh, and I'm a feminist. But thank you. But what I've learned on this occasion is that um, so in the UK, I absolutely despise it when uh, any man that I come into contact with, like you know, uh, serving me in a bar or you know on a bus or something, if they call me any kind of endearment, right? Mm. And what I've learned is. Not true with an Aussie accent. So like, we landed at the airport and I went over to try and find my guitar and I was like, excuse me, like, do you know where Epsos package is? And this guy just went, hey, going, darling. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, okay. Oh my God. That's fascinating to know. I know. You're all right, love? Yeah. I think it was the down. I think it was the down. It was just like, you know, I mean... Look, yeah. I watched a lot of Carl Kennedy when I was growing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who amongst us? 
I mean, they're not as on board as, with that as they were with the lost shoes, I'll be honest. <laughs> He's a very divisive figure, I know that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I mean, also, to hear that's just an accent, it's not an Australian accent, it's just the voice. It's, it's just the voice. Are any of you here more, t- you know, if you hear like an Irish accent, if someone calls you... Yeah. Oh, okay, I've said the right one there, haven't I? <laughs> How do you feel about a Scottish accent? Could, could a man... Oh. If, if, that's interesting. So if someone mansplained to you with a Scottish accent, you'd be like, tell me more about my own job. <laughs> Are we ready to start the show? <laughs> then welcome, welcome, welcome to the Guilty Feminist. A huge round of applause for Nikki Britton, Michelle Ryan and Grace Petrie. Three incredible women will be seeing more of tonight, along with Hangamar, the incredible poet. Are you ready for some Guilty Feminist, Canberra? Give us a cheer if you listen to the Guilty Feminist. Give us a cheer if you don't know what you're at. Well, a lot more of you than usual. Usually it's just a few people going, and their cheers sound less empowered and less feminist. But tonight, it feels like half the audience like, we don't know where we are, and we're thrilled about it. We heard there was something on in this theatre. Um, now, did you come out then because of the title? Just guess, who, who, do, who doesn't know what they're at? Just, yes, you don't know what you're at. And did you come out because of the title or someone brought you? Someone brought you. Who's this? Your friend brought you. She couldn't convince you to listen at home. But she could convince you to cross Canberra. Is that Richard Clifford's here if you're from Canberra? <laughs> Uh, give us a cheer if you're from somewhere else. Oh, wow. Where, you're waving. Where are you from? Royana. Now, see... I don't get that joke. It's technically Canberra. Is that the joke, sir? Um, I don't wish to assume your gender, but are you, are you, a, are you a straight cisgendered man? Yeah. That, that, so, did you see what happened there? I said... I don't get that joke. And who immediately explained it to me? <laughs> so what I mean, there's all these women here who went, I think you're going to pick it up from the context. I don't, I don't want to impute motive on what that person said. I don't know for sure the full nuances of the joke. I don't know where they've come from, etc., etc. Man right here just went, I'll explain it to you, darling. <laughs> and Grace is right. The accent's seductive. I, I find an Australian accent very sexy because I was raised in Australia and um, I've lived all my grown-up life in the UK but I was raised in Australia. So it's the accent that the boys I fancied at school had. So it somehow sparks an adolescent... But I didn't really fancy the boys, I fancied the teachers. <laughs> Don't go, oh, like you didn't experience that. Don't give me a judgy, oh. I didn't, I didn't seduce them, I just fancied them. You know what we've said about the thought police? They can't get you. Um, so, Royanna, you're from Royanna? How far is Royanna? Across the border. So, so which state is it in? It's in? So, you've come from New South Wales. Has anyone come from farther than Royanna? Yes? Where have you come from? Sorry? Wollongong. Okay. I feel that's impressive. 
I'm not strictly clear on how far away it is, but I think it's further than Royana. Is that correct? How far away is Wollongong? A couple of hours you've driven. Wow. Okay, well, guys, the show's got to be good. Someone's, someone's come from Wollongong, Grace. She's going she's, she's to play a better song now. She's, 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 she's changing up her set. Wollongong. Um, anyone come from anywhere further? Yes, where? Sydney. You know we're coming there. Have you come specially for this? I'm with Wollongong. So you went to Wollongong first and then here. We're coming to Sydney. This is a very... This is, or are you coming twice? Maybe. Or you couldn't make the Sydney date or what's the... You just wanted to be with Wollongong at your feminist church. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I love that, I love that. Uh, so this show is about community as much as anything else. Anyone else? Where? You've come from Adelaide. We started in Adelaide. I, we went there especially to see you. What happened? Did you go to that show as well? Why? Why did you look at the list of dates and go, Adelaide, it's a bit dull. I, I already live here. Uh, how did this happen? Are you with Wollongong as well? <laughs> Wollongong has seduced people in from the four corners of Australia. Oh. I was coming to Canberra and I bought the last seat in the house. And yet there are some empty seats. We are sold out. No, we're sold out and there are empty seats. I never understand. Are you going to explain the absence of that person? Do you know? COVID, that's a COVID seat, is it? Oh, so some poor feminist has booked for the front row, very excited, been waiting for this for ages, and is at home with COVID. Who are they? Your friend, what's their name? Pam, okay. So what we need to do is you need to get your phone out and just make a little video of me saying, hello, Pam, and then we'll all say, we miss you, Pam, get better, something like that. Okay, all right. So uh, while you're doing that, um, has anyone come from anywhere else? Albany? Albany? It's Albany. Like this, is that like the capital of New York or an Australian version? Western Australia? We went to Perth. I genuinely don't understand what's happening here. Schlepped to Perth. Do you know how far Perth is? It's a long way, gang. You're allowed on planes again. Oh, so people just got excited. Greta Thunberg will not be happy. Okay, all right. So, no, you're not taking it from that angle. Absolutely fucking not. Oh, my God, no. I mean, this is a stunning theatre. Came in, first thing I thought was stunning. Second thing I thought was, these low front rows, I know full well the view you have of me is the same view I have when I accidentally open my camera phone the wrong way and go, oh, my God! When I'm really successful, only the dress circle and the balcony will be available for sale. Because <laughs> you'll all be at that flattering selfie angle. These seats will just be roped off. There'll just be nobody here. Okay, so I have to get... What was that? Oh, thank you. But I already know that angle is a flattering. <laughs> That's a great angle for my cheekbones. This is all about the chin. And I don't know why... I don't know what happens. It's just like... <sighs> collagen leaves just as confidence as entering the building. It's just like, you know, the, I just don't feel the jawline's where it was. Anyway, so I will, I, I'm, because of COVID, I'm, 
I'm not really allowed to do what I'm going to do. So I'm just going to do this. All right. Um, am I allowed to take this phone? Thank you. I am. <laughs> Michael's just given me permission. I don't think he has the power, but anyway, okay. So I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say, uh, hello, Pamela, we miss you. The front row's not... So- okay, I'll, I'll just start saying it. And then when I turn it to you, just say, we love you, Pamela. Hashtag guilty feminism. I don't know. Improvise. <laughs> hello, Pamela, it's Deborah from the Guilty Feminist. We miss you. And the front row is not the same without you. This is a, there's a message from the Guilty Feminist audience here in Canberra, and it's this. Yeah. Hashtag guilty feminist. And uh, Pamela, we want you to get better, and d- thank you for staying home and not making this a super spreader event. <laughs> Can I say, with the lighting, that was really... That was beautiful on my cheekbones. I think it was something to do with the lighting. I would like a copy of that, just... <laughs> That was better than I've ever looked. That was at an A-list. Definitely put that all over Instagram. Um, okay, now, see, it's easy to get down in a dignified way. But now I have to get up. So I might have to do some kind of yoga manoeuvre. But while I'm doing that, I want you to think about this. Have you done anything feminist uh, since I was last allowed to come to Australia, which was two and a half years ago? And I'm looking for something low level. And I have to say this because I recently did a show like in Manchester in the UK and said, so I'm looking for something, you know, low level. And someone said, I co-founded. And I went, no, 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 no. Most people never co-found anything. So if you've co-founded something, we don't want to hear about that yet. We'll, We'll get there. As the night goes on, we'll come to you. So if you have got anything, especially something you'd like help with, that you think this audience could be good with supporting, volunteering for... Um, getting connected with, giving money to. There's about, what's your name, sir? The uh, mansplainer? Anthony. Anthony. I don't, I'm just joking when I call you mansplainer. Uh, you're wonderful and thank you for explaining that joke to me. Um, don't, is that your wife saying don't feel bad? Oh, it's not your wife. It's another woman saying don't feel bad. Yeah. It's just a random woman who knows you. Okay. Um, that's a bit of a liberty, but interesting. Um, so Anthony, Anthony, um, somebody here might have a feminist project that they need money for. And you probably earn 20% more than most of the women here. So that could be an interesting thing. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to go downward facing dog. Okay, ready? That was less gainly than I thought it was going to be. Um, so has anyone got a lowly act of feminism that's going to encourage everyone else to think I can do that? We have got a roving mic. Very low. Anthony's wife. I'm sure that's not how you identify. I'm so sorry. I'm a feminist, but I've called you Anthony's wife. I'm sure you have your own name. Um, what's your name? Jess, tell us about your mini act of feminism. It's super low, just so everyone feels good. Yes, but, um, no, 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 that's what we want. During the Roe vs Wade um, protesters uh, protests in Australia, I was stuck inside with COVID and I was very, very angry. So I thought the best thing to do was learn how to use TikTok, revert to my year 10 drama schoolgirl self and do a video to Grace Petrie's You Build a Wall. 
Oh. <laughs> and it's very year 10 drama. But it made me feel better. So did you sing Built a Wall? No. Just kind of looked angry at the camera. You, know? you looked at... <laughs> it was conceptual, like a year 10 so drama you... student. Oh, so you looked angry at the camera, and then what was underscored by Grace Petrie's Build a Wall? You build a wall. Yes, with her lyrics coming up. Oh. Yeah, actions and stuff. Yeah. We might have a copyright bridge here, Grace. I'm sorry, Grace. I tagged you. So, oh, you were tagged, so in fact that means you don't need to be paid. Uh, no, it was for a protest you, Your video, songs Grace. are on TikTok. Yeah, he, her, your songs are on TikTok. They're fair game. This is how the world works now. No, it's a protest video, of course, of course. So you made a TikTok video. From my bedroom that I was locked in. From your bedroom, because you had COVID to support Roe versus Wade. I was so angry. I'll be honest, Jess. <laughs> What we're looking for is something more like, I stopped shaving my armpits for six weeks, but gave in tonight because I was coming out. Um, that is in itself an act of activism. That's too good, Jess. That's too good. Oh, Other people are you thinking, haven't oh seen my the God, video, I didn't, I'm not even on TikTok. And I didn't, I, that whole Roe versus Wade protest passed me by. I didn't know there was one happening in Australia. Oh, God. People are, people are already, already. So, Jess, well done for doing that. And we love that you used Grace Petrie's song. Um, has anyone got anything worse than that? <laughs> Not as impressive as that. Yes, great, super. Hi, I'm Nat. Thanks, um, Craig. I was lucky enough to be offered this ticket to tonight um, about three hours ago, maybe five hours ago, and I'm stoked because I missed Grace Petrie last time around. So. Oh, I'm fangirl of you all. Anyway, my my small act of feminism was talking to a mate of mine. He's a feminist too, and he was really keen to work out what he should do when he's walking at night, and he is really worried about making other people worried. So I just said, hey, did you know that if you cross the street first and let someone know why you're crossing the street, then you might look like a dick, but at least if that person has experienced trauma, they'll be really grateful. And if they haven't, hey, you look a little bit weird. That's lovely and far too good. Thank you. <laughs> I helped an ally. I educated Canberra. Do you not do mediocre? <laughs> Canberra, are you guilty feminists or are you just feminists? Just give us a cheer if you're more feminist than guilty. Give us a cheer if you sometimes are more guilty than feminist. Okay, so we're looking for something, one thing, one thing. You can just shout it out if you want. Yes? Yes. You can run to the mic if you can, if you... Yeah, go on. I'll say it into the mic for the podcast, yeah. I'm a feminist, but I'm loud. I'm a feminist, but I'm loud. By the time you said that, you could have got down there. Oh, so for the listeners at home, she hyped up her friend about her outfit tonight. And did you go to the house specially? Oh, you went shopping and picked it out. Cute outfit for tonight. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're in any way queer, it's a good place to pull, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> not going to lie. Um, if you're single, just put your hand up. Quickly look around. It's just like, hinge live! <laughs> There's, there'll be an interval. Um, excellent. Yeah, all of these are lovely. 
and uh, I'm I'm delighted and thrilled by them. You got one? Okay, appropriate level of crapness. Okay, go. Um, I was all ready to move a fridge yesterday as a strong, independent woman. And then my builder friend said, could I pop round? And I went, yeah, that'd be great. It's my choice. <laughs> Yay! All right, Canberra. We are so delighted to be here. We are here tonight. We are here tomorrow night. You can come back if you enjoy tonight. It'll be a different lineup tomorrow night. So, Canberra... Are you ready for some stand-up comedy? Are you ready for some stand-up comedy? Then put your hands together and make incredible woohooing noises for the wonderful Nikki Britton! Hey! Hi, Canberra! Hi, mate! Oh, yes, whatever works. That's okay. Are you good? Yes! Amazing. I'm good as well. I'm excited to be here. Um, just, you know, still excited to be out of the house. Still a novelty, isn't it? Yeah, I had to do the lockdowns alone um, because I am I'm single. What? How's it possible? Thank you, sir. Um, I don't know. How's it possible, you know? Oh. I just, I have had to go back on dating apps. Not because I'm lonely, just because I miss the lies. Oh, you know, are you 38, Trevor? Because <laughs> your scrotum would suggest you should be expecting a letter from the Queen any day now. <laughs> That's what that looks like. Is anyone on dating apps? No. <laughs> An emphatic no down the front. Fair enough. Well done. Are you in a relationship? You're just leaving it all behind. That's fair. That is fair. Is anyone who's on dating apps enjoying them? Are you? You are. Are you a straight lady? Oh. Well. She said, yeah. Well, not really. (laughs) Pretty much covers all of us, really, doesn't it? Straight women. Straight women up until about 2010. And then we were like, hang on. Hang on. (laughs) This could be better. We've just been fishing in the wrong pond. (laughs) I'm the same. I'm straight. Well, mostly. Um... I just, I, I just don't think straight men understand what a woman wants on a dating app, really. Do they? Because this is, what's that? Fish. This is, that's exactly right. How, how can they think? Like, this is your opportunity to put your most romantic foot forward. Like, show your best self. And they're like, got it. Here's a photo of me with a big dead fucking fish. Look at that. That used to be alive and now it's dead because I fucking killed it. With my hands. Oh, I murdered it. I've done a big fucking murder on a fishy. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> We're actively avoiding murder. <laughs> I mean, unless it's in a podcast, obviously. Um, and then we're like, yum, 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 yes, please, give me more. <laughs> or they always, like, there's always a photo of them, like, posing with a fast car or a fast motorbike or finishing a marathon. Always on the move, fellas. <laughs> but I'm in my mid to late 30s, yeah? You know what I'm not looking for in a man at this point in my life? A speedy getaway, yeah? Don't show me how fast you can run. No. I'm looking for someone who's going to stay put, yeah? On an asthmatic with a bad knee. That's what I want. I'm looking for someone with a heart condition that makes him ineligible for a driver's licence. That's what I'm looking for. 
Oh, and they've always got like, I'm just looking for a chick that doesn't take life too seriously. <laughs> well, where am I supposed to pitch that, you know? Am I not crying too much in movies? Or should I pack a confetti cannon for your mother's funeral? Like, it's a spectrum, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I matched with someone actually at the end of last year and, well, uh, look, we started talking about movies. I'm a huge fan of movies, yeah? A lot of respect for the motion picture. In fact, if I'm ever on a date with someone and we're at their house and we're watching a movie and they start to get fresh with me, I will pause that movie to engage in this. <laughs> and when they're like, babe, what are you? Well, I'll be like, are we doing this or are we doing this, Okay. Because this is going to be a lot of fun, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to miss the rules of Fight Club because your dick was in my ear. <laughs> not again. I'm very Netflix or chill, you know? Just have some boundaries. And so um, I matched with this guy. We were talking about movies and we'd both recently seen Joker, I know, at the end of last year. <laughs> not really keeping up with the pack. Although when you find yourself on dating apps in your late 30s... <laughs> You haven't really proven yourself to be right out the front there with everyone else, have you? So uh, we, we were sort of watching, we, we were talking about this movie and he said, what did you think? And I said, actually, I thought it was um, an interesting way to tell that story. What did you think? And he said, actually, I found it quite predictable. <laughs> to which I did not respond with my truth. I didn't speak my truth back to that. Brené Brown would be very disappointed in me. Um, Brené Brown may not have realised how very horny I was. Because <laughs> horny's adorable in your 20s, isn't it? Horny's like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa, are they up? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hope they touch me again. <laughs> so sweet. In your 30s, in your childless mid to late 30s, you know when you're horny. Because you could fuck the skin off a man's dick. And so I didn't speak my truth. Um, he said, oh, I found it quite predictable. And I said, wow, <laughs> that's such an interesting take. <laughs> Maybe we could talk about it over a drink sometime. <laughs> Clever boy. <laughs> I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud. If I'd spoken my truth, if I'd, if I'd really, I would have said, did you? Did you see the engine coming, did you? Yeah. Do you reckon that's because the movie's about a man who starts as a man and ends as the Joker? And the movie's called Joker. <laughs> Do you think maybe um, it, it, you're not that far out in front of the collective consciousness? <laughs> Possibly you're not the prodigal son mummy always told you you were. And given it is an origin story about a character we're all quite familiar with at this point, you think it's possible that everyone saw the ending coming? Adam, 41? <laughs> what did you think of Titanic? I, I knew it'd sink, actually. I fucking, I... I saw it coming, actually. Ugh, I'm so sick of pretending men are smart so I can fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's not on the apps, but that struck a chord, hasn't it? You okay there, babe? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I love you. 
I went, have you, did you guys have weddings the whole time down here? We were allowed to have weddings? No, you get, same, New South Wales. Yeah, we weren't allowed weddings. The last wedding I went to was at the end of 2019, out in the rolling hills of country Victoria, out in wine country, right? And the bride had put six of us single guests up in this Airbnb for the weekend. So we all show up the night before the wedding. We didn't know each other, so we all thought we'll have some of the local wine and get to know each other. And we had about um, two and a half bottles each of that. And we'll just... We're just overwhelmed with that feeling again at a wedding. You know that feeling where you're just um, horny? We were so fucking horny. And so we went on the back of this homestead, right, and there's this gorgeous pool. And we thought, we're young, we're free. We threw our clothes off and we all went skinny dipping in the pool. And one particularly cute boy and I had a little smooch in the pool, which was nice. And then we left our clothes there. We frolicked into bed. I went to my own bed, please. I'm a lady. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not, but I, I just – sometimes you've got to release a bit of tension on your own and have a good sleep. You know what I mean? Um, good. I like this crowd. You know what I'm talking about when I do that? Sometimes it's like, oh, gentlemen going, oh, my God, what? What? Yeah. I mean, obviously not like that. that don't, like, don't, that's just artist interpretation for the sake of the like, – that's a urinary tract infection, to be fair, so don't do it like that. Um, we all know, obviously. Um, and so the next morning, we all get up. We sat around the breakfast table eating breakfast. I wasn't eating, obviously. <laughs> there was a boy that I was trying to impress. <laughs> so I just sniffed a croissant and was like, I thought. <laughs> Ridiculous. Grew up in the 90s. <laughs> and, um, and as we were sitting there, this sort of older woman starts walking over to us with a guilty-looking Labrador next to her. <laughs> Labrador Association in? <laughs> you know where this is going? Um, I don't know if you could know where this is going, to be honest. I appreciate the investment in the story, but hang in there, because I reckon it's going in a completely different direction. Because um, she approached and she said, Hi, I'm Sonia. Oh, yeah, I own the truffle farm over the hill there. And we said, Hey, Sonia. Uh, truffles, yum. <laughs> she said, yeah, look, um, I'm here on some pretty awkward business, actually. Um, uh, this is Max, my truffle dog. And, well, uh, it, it, it seems that he has got a scent for something overnight. And, um, look, do these belong to anybody? <laughs> she holds up what is now just the waistband of my underpants. <laughs> no crutch. Crutch has been eaten away. That's... Gone. Like, not, it, not in a fun way. I wasn't even there for it. Like, I was just missing. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yeah, yeah, I'll grab I'll, I'll them. Thanks. She said, I'm so sorry. She said, he locks onto a strong smell and he'll come for miles. <laughs> He's got that truffle snout, see? And, he, and I said, thank you, Sonia. Shush, shush, shush. That's enough. That'll do. Thank you. That's. She said, no, I mean... It must be your washing pad or your perfume that he's sort of locking on to. Well, he didn't eat the waistband, though, did he, Sonia? <laughs> didn't eat the waistband, just went for the gusset. Just went in there for the gusset. So how about your shush? <gasps> no. I mean, uh, you must be a, a, a strong woman. Are you releasing a, a powerful pheromone? The he hunts fungus, Sonia! He hunts fungus. 
So I didn't see that guy again. Um, <laughs> he wasn't at the wedding. I looked, I searched, he wasn't there. Max and I keep in touch though, which is nice. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want that story to perpetuate this bullshit myth. Women smell, oh, women vagina smells, 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 tuna, pig, get fucked. <laughs> if you're still making those jokes, go back to high school. I will give you at some point during the plane and the train and the car ride that I took to get to regional Victoria that day, at some point, could have been a little bit humoured. Sure. But gentlemen, balls? That's not a floral bouquet, is it? And that's a stink that stays on you. That's like onions or bleach. That shit hangs around. You've got to carry your hand out from the side of your body for a few days afterwards. Friends saying, Nikki, what have you... What have you been... I fondled some balls last week, okay? I can't get rid of it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I thought you were smuggling some old cabanossi in a rented bowling shoe, but that's, that's exactly what that smells like. And I love you men, I do. I'll, I'll never understand you. I mean, I'll never understand how you can put so much of your self-worth in this hairy meat chandelier, just dangling in front of your asshole. Like, why? I've got a pretty big dick. Think you're fine? I'm a pretty great guy. There's no correlation. There's no, don't stand up and walk taller because you've got a big dick. There's, there shouldn't be big dick energy. That shouldn't, there should be good guy energy. There should be GGE, mate. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the micro penis. Um, yeah, that's the truth. I know. Some people are like, <laughs> you've choked on the information, sir. <laughs> you know what you don't choke on? It's like sipping a cocktail at a hen's party, you know? Just no, 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 no. It's so good. <laughs> a friend of mine said, geez, how did you handle that? I said, just like that. It's so good. I don't understand why men are like, I got a 12-inch dick. <laughs> 11 too many. No. I don't have the time. Haven't you heard? We're running the fucking world now. Come on. I, um, I... <laughs> I just, I, I just wish we could teach our young men, you know. We need to re-language things around the words that we use because you, you'll often go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you'll hear them. Oh, yeah, I walked past and touched her on the vagina. You didn't, did you? You've looked at, you've closed your eyes in disgust. She just went, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Because you didn't get a vagina, did you? you got, I mean, you got pedendum, maybe. You got labia majora at best and that's if she had some terrible fucking posture. Like, you didn't... I mean, obviously the consent conversation has to be... But, like, you did not get a vagina. You hear them, oh, I'll kick you in the vagina. You didn't. You'd lose a shoe, okay? <laughs> Have some respect. The vagina is a weapon. It brought you into this world. It could fucking take you out. <laughs> Engulf your whole head and suffocate you. Quick flex of the pelvic floor. Break your fucking neck. We need to teach our young men, you know? You've got your pedendum, your labia majora, labia minora, clitoris. He's got a little hood. That's before you even get to vagina. I mean, you got. I heard two guys in suits the other day walking down the street in Sydney and one of them said to the other one, I think I broke a vagina with my dick. <laughs> Cute. The robustness of her vagina was in no way compromised by your little corporate dicky champ, yeah? <laughs> Have some fucking respect. The female body, it could, it could kill you and feed your child in the same fucking breath. 
God's sake. And do you know what I found out? The only part of the human body, male or female, to never have a recorded case of a cancer cell is the clitoris. Did you know that? Yeah. Ladies, we should be celebrating that. Wow. Yeah. I would have expected more from you. Um, It's all right. I'm going to go home and give mine a congratulatory tickle, probably. But gentlemen, you should be celebrating this too, yeah? Because this is good news for you. Because now you're off the hook. I mean, even cancer can't find it. <laughs> Thanks so much. I'm Nikki Britton. Have a great night. Nikki Britton, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. All right. Has anybody got an act of feminism that they need help with? Anyone, anyone got a local thing they're doing in Canberra that they want help with? Yes. What's your name? Big round applause for Cathy. Um, I founded the Amnesty Feminist Network and we, we're here and we have petitions in the lobby. So you founded the Amnesty Feminist Network and they're yeah. here tonight. So what do you need from here, everyone? We would love your signatures on petitioning for a Human Rights Act for Australia. Um, And we're also looking for abortion equity in Australia as well. Wonderful. So what can people do tonight? You want them to in the foyer to sign? And how do they... Can they join? They can also join the network, which would be amazing. How do they join the network? Do they need to... Yeah, come into the foyer and we've got a list and you can sign up. And we've already had a few amazing people sign up, so we're super excited. Great. And what will the commitment be? Because that's what people want to know. I can see it in their eyes. (laughs) People are like, oh, it's a network. Do I have to go to meetings? Like, what do I have to do? (laughs) As much or as little as you want, you can kind of 
come along and do like book clubs. You can help start petitions. You can help us organize like, the odd protest. You know, okay, um, great. totally up and, to you. And if you if you're time poor but you're money rich, <laughs> you can donate. Absolutely, we won't say no. And if you're if you're someone who's at home, you're thinking, oh, I'm quite busy and quite broke. But you could amplify and you'd just be connected into what was going on and you could get involved when and how you like. Absolutely. Just sign up. We'll send you newsletters and you can either do petitions or you can get more involved. Super. So what's your email address, Anthony? (laughs) (laughs) No, don't really give it out in a public place. Thank you. That was Anthony's wife there being like, it's Anthony, Anthony at Anthony.com. Um, great okay so just give us a cheer if you're happy tonight to sign and this is for abortion can you just explain what abortion equality is so across Australia all of the different states and territories have different rules around abortion access Um, and some it's quite expensive Um, so we're basically wanting to make sure it's part of the public system all across Australia oh I see so So who's got the best reproductive rights and uh, rights for abortion in this in the country do you think like probably us (laughs) in the ACT (laughs) I didn't know the answer to that but I'm delighted to hear we're on home soil is that do you think that's because a lot of politicians obviously have to live here (laughs) and they want it for themselves and their families like probably and sometimes (laughs) let's be honest women they've knocked up do you think that's why like, like it could be, but we're also a beautiful progressive. Sure, like, sure, sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Um, so, uh, who's trailing? Who's the worst? Oh, that, that's, that's, you know, yeah. WA, they're just shouting WA. it out. You're trying to be tactful. You're saying I'm Amnesty International. It's not really for me to say worst. I think it's, it's relative and there are some laws here and there are just women heckling. WA, Western Australia's letting the side down on all levels. Yeah. Um, what's the situation in WA? Um, it's actually still criminal in WA. It's in the criminal code, which a lot of people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's not panto season. Um, <laughs> so in WA, it's in the criminal code. So that means, it doesn't mean you can't have one, it just means two doctors have to sign it off, right? Yeah, and there's quite a few layers and it's quite expensive as well. Oh, it's expensive. So in the UK, it's still in the criminal code, but the reality, we are trying to change it for the same reason because it should obviously shouldn't be, but the reality is, of course. But I think I'm pretty sure in the UK you can get it on the NHS. Uh, You can. Uh, yeah. You you can't get it on the public health service in WA. Medicare, no. Really, it's expensive. Okay, so this is something you really all need to get involved in, and it's a it's because of Roe versus Wade. I think it's a it's a time when this conversation is going to be on the table, and it's a time when sometimes um, countries and states get emboldened, and so it and be, oh well, if if America's done that, this is a good time for us to start taking rights away. So you're going to have to be on it. So this is a great time to be getting more rights and show that Australia is going in the right direction. You've just had an election, I've heard, that's gone rather well. So this is a good time. You've got some hope now. And for a long time, you've had no hope. I, when, I used to come here and I used to see the sadness in your eyes. And you'd be like, we're trying... We're trying, it's really hard to hope. Is everyone going to vote for them again? And it's just, I understand. Have you seen who's in charge? No, we are feminists, we're definitely true. You build a wall. Etc., etc. 
And uh, now I can see it's you've you've been regenerated, energized, if you will. So this is a great time to join the Amnesty. How, how do we say it? Amnesty Feminist Network. The Amnesty Feminist Network, human rights. And do you do human rights in Australia and around the world? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. So you're going to be hearing about places where, you know, women have less than no rights. And you're going to be hearing about what's going on in your country. So that's something some of you may not have known that it was criminal in WA. So if you, if you were a part of the Amnesty Feminist Network, you would have known that. And you would have known that for, you know, just because that email would have popped up. Does it cost... No, no, absolutely Unlike an abortion in Western Australia, (laughs) it's absolutely free. Uh, So get involved tonight. And Anthony, we need allies. (laughs) It's no good you coming and sitting in the front row like you're some big feminist if you're not going to join the network. Uh, Are you going to be first in line, Anthony, to join the network? Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Big round of applause for Jess. All right. It's very exciting. I love it when there's something you can do. Um, I think people don't need it to be easy, but they do need it to be simple. Like sometimes it's just like, oh, what do I do? There's so much. Uh, and it's really nice when someone comes along and says, okay, this is what you do. It's simple. You can connect because our lives are so complicated and there are so many different distractions. I think anyone who's making it simple for us really helps. <clears throat> our next guest came to Australia from Afghanistan as a refugee in August 2003. At that time, she spoke no English and enrolled as a mature student at St. Mary's Senior High School. Graduating with her higher school certificate in 2009, she is now a professional poet and she is currently studying for a Bachelor of Writing at the University of Canberra, which I believe is local. Her artwork draws on her Afghan heritage, her homeland and its history. She espouses an aesthetic and philosophy of beauty, grace and community service. Her goal is to assist other women and children from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds through visual arts, practicing and writing, education and development. She's won some awards, gang. She's won an award from the UN for refugee recognition, an award from the Afghan embassy in Australia for dedication to cultivating cultural relationships, And in 2020, an Outstanding Excellence Award for Diversity and Inclusion for the Libraries of ACT. Last month, she and her work were featured in Vogue magazine. Have you been in Vogue magazine lately? I haven't. Um, She is tonight going to recite some of her poetry and has asked me to tell you, it's not funny, it's a beautiful, moving uh, experience and performance and we are very very privileged to have her please put your hands together and make incredible Canberra welcoming woohooing noises for the wonderful Hangama thank you It's great to be here. Thank you. I'm going to read some of uh, my poem that I wrote in Dari, my mother language, and then I wrote in English. And I'm trying to read some of the words. It's a bit hard to pronounce. Hopefully I can make it. Thanks. What is sane? 
Everyone is afraid of sin, or they shun sin. Humans have called their weaknesses sin. What is sin? We say this word, but it's mysterious, confused. We don't know really how, what we mean. That's why ugly deeds sometimes looks beautiful to the human eyes. And beautiful deeds are sometimes called ugly. So we worry and wonder which way to go so that we do not sin. We consider ourselves innocent and pure or skilled at avoiding little sins but blind ourselves to great evil. God created us as a noble creatures so we can understand our world, have the power to discover the secret of the universe. This way, we can save humanity from distraction. The greatest sin is corruption, crime hidden behind curtains. People hide those secrets in their chests, never dare to reveal them, take their secrets to the grave where they remain in a tomb until the day of judgment. No one is willing to expose those crimes. Isn't it a sin to be very secret with us? The insult against humanity must be exposed. Those acts performed with dignity and honor that are still wrong the corruption. We pass a thousand times and do not smell until dig deeper. Humans called their weaknesses seen. Thank you. And another poem is called Peace. Peace. We were created to be proudly unremarkable. We were created to be extraordinary. We are here to improve this world, to do something higher than honor. We are the most sublime creation. Or I want to say, humans are the noblest creatures. We are not here to make a life a joke or 
I could say. We are not here to make jokes of life and accept fake laughter, trivial fun and frivolity. We are here to create miracles, to have a passion, be spectacular and gloriously wild. We are here to find the way, understand our significance, and fight for humanity. Not to drown in our own little world. We think that's what it means to be alive. But we are here to fight for victory. Not to desert this field and lose it. True fighting is not the logic of the gunshot. Fight for peace like a genius. Thank you. That was beautiful and brilliant. Um, I'm just going to get this out for you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about where we can support your work? Are you working on anything at the moment? Um, I'm working on multiple projects. Uh, and also I'm working with Tegranan Art Centre and Woden Community Service. Um, delivering programs and workshops for young girls and women from different backgrounds to help them with their artistic skills and uh, to build their confidence and share their experience or um, skills they have learned in their home country. And that's an art centre. Do you know where that is? Yes, you all know where that is. Okay. Um, uh, Do you need money? Don't ever say no to that. Why would you say no? You always need money. You always need funding. If you're asked if you need funding, yes. Yes. Because you take the funding from the patriarchy and you then distribute it, use it, enjoy... You know, listen, just paint the walls if you want. Pay yourself. Uh, Are you getting paid for what you're doing at the art centre? Yes. Okay. Well, you could get more. So... Anthony, write her a cheque. Yeah. What do you live... What do you do for a living, Anthony? You work in IT, he's got loads of money, like loads. Do you need any IT support? Does your laptop ever break down in the middle of the night? Do you need, do you need the number of an IT person who will guarantee three o'clock in the morning, Anthony here, IT hotline, this is my contribution to feminism, these are just thoughts, hang them up. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, and you're working on a book, yes? Yes. And when will that book be out? I Hopefully asked someone who was also writing December, a book and I hate that question. This end of this year? End of this year. Well, yeah. now I feel bad because I don't know when mine's coming out. Um, uh, so it's end of this year. And do you know what the book is called? Re- a Real Woman from Real World. So it's called The Real Woman from the Real World. And it will be out at the end of the year. So everyone should look out for that. Hangama doesn't have social media. And that's why she has time to write poetry. Um, so you can look on... If you follow at the Guilty Feminist... Um, on Instagram or 
at guiltfempod on Twitter. We can amplify that when that comes out. And we can also put links in our show notes from this episode. But if in the meantime you could support the Arts Centre um, and just generally watch out for Hangama's work, Google her work. Thank um, you. And if there's anything else we can do for you, let us know and we can put a call out on the podcast. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hangama. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much. Now, listen, we're nearly at the interval um, when you'll be able to go and get a large glass of wine, Anthony. Don't leave. Come back. If you love an Anthony, set him free. Um, <laughs> so you're soon going to be able to go, and have a, go to the loo, have a drink, but not before we close this first half. Yes, people have actually made a gesture. I've seen people go, oh, it's time. It is time, Canberra. Closing our first act in the way that only she can, the incredible Grace Petrie! Hello, Canberra! How are you going? Well, goodness me, what an amazing first half. You having a good time? So, yeah, I'm going to sing you a couple of songs. And this one you might recognise from TikTok. Where <laughs> uh, I hear that it's quite big uh, on there. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a protest singer. That's what I do. I sing, I sing songs about politics. Um, I've been doing that for about 12 years. Um, and uh, obviously I'm from Britain. Um, and basically the, the aim of, of my career is that I'm trying to make the world a better place. I'm trying to make the world a fairer place. I'm trying to make the world a more left-wing place. And uh, certainly, you know, in, in Britain, in those 12 years... <laughs> if anything... I've made things quite a lot worse, I think. <laughs> made things quite a lot worse over there. Um, but, you know, we persevere, don't we, Canberra, eh? I'm just going to keep writing these songs <laughs> and hope that in the end... They'll vote the Tories out just to fucking shut me up, if nothing else. That's the hope. Uh, but yeah, I wrote this song um, around about uh, the time that Donald Trump was campaigning to become the president, and he was talking a lot about building a wall with Mexico. Do you remember this? Going to build a wall. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a wild time, I think. Definitely in my life, I feel like it was the most, like overtly racist that the racists have ever been. I'm not saying it wasn't racist before that time, but it was really a point where all that rhetoric just really came out into the light. And, uh, and you know, it was, it was also around that time that I feel like people started using this word to describe um, activists, which is the word snowflake. Are you familiar with this? Give me a shout if you've ever been called a snowflake. Yeah, me too, Canberra. Uh... And I find it funny, you know, I find it, I, f I always find it a funny word, and I find it funny how it's sort of aimed at, uh, predominantly I think it's aimed at younger people, isn't it? I see it sort of aimed at younger people because, you know, like that, that generation that's coming up, like I'm, I'm nearly 35, that generation that's coming up, you know, like 15, 20 years behind me, like they're not fucking around, like they're, they're amazing, aren't they? They've just sort of looked around at the world and they're like, 
you know, we need to totally dismantle this and totally rebuild it so that we can, you know, redesign society in a way that offers everybody, no matter where they start from, the same opportunity to get the most out of their one life than they possibly can, right? And they're so organized and they're so compassionate. And I think if the worst thing that we can say about young people is that they're too compassionate, I think we're going to be okay. Do you know what I mean? So this is for, uh, this is for all the snowflakes tonight in Canberra. And uh, it's called You Build a Wall, guys. I know it's hard to keep a flame, but tomorrow's ours to claim. Sometimes a battle cry sounds like a lullaby. Tonight, I think we need them both the same To everyone who's scared of what they see Every time they turn on their TV To anyone who's listening to me And for every single kid I used to be You build a wall I will build a ladder you're falling leaves dead from the branch And you'll see how much a snowflake matters When we become an avalanche You build a wall and we'll just get higher You don't learn to fight from privilege Hide in the dark and we'll light a fire You build a wall and we'll build a bridge We'll build a bridge I've been your palaces of gold Your days already growing old For all the ways you tried To conquer and divide Your ruin will be all the lies you tell Cause compassion lives in every single land we are made of something you don't understand Stronger than the weapons in your hand And bigger than those armies you command You build a wall And we'll build a ladder You're falling leaves Dead from the branch And you'll see how much a snowflake matters when we become an avalanche You build a wall and we'll just get higher You don't learn to fight from privilege Hide in the dark and we'll light a fire You build a wall and we'll build a bridge We'll build a bridge Every time they turn on their TV For 
anyone who's listening to me And for every single kid I used to that was the first half. Join us for part two, which should be in your feed right now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 